mission. And our mission goal is to procure and take legal power of the entire power structure in America by legal means without any violence whatsoever. And the way we are attempting to do this, because this has never been tried, and it's never been done, to take every political office in the county, city, state, local, village, hamlet, whatever. We don't need every seat. We need every seat in every political office in this nation. Start state by state, county by county, city by city. And once we take power that way, by the majority of those seats and everyone, we write the ticket and we are empowered. We deserve to be in power. There would be no America without us and our ancestors. And so that was the birth, the ideal first and spark of the birth of the Unified Black Caucus. Like we say, United Unified Black Caucus because we're also trying to unify the Black and Brown Nation tribe, not only in America, but globally. And we have members in other countries, Africa, Spain, France, England. We have black members there. And we have members all across the United States of America. And we are still growing. That was the first. That is awesome. So let me ask you this. What is it about this specific moment in time that makes this work? What makes this work so essential? What makes your agency so essential at this moment in time in regards to criminal justice reform? Well, it makes it very pertinent now because the paradigm has shifted. And when I say that the paradigm has shifted is this. The revolution that was once stated to not be televised is being televised in America now. And what America never expected is what they're facing now is that all ethnic people of all ethnic backgrounds and millions and millions upon millions of white people, millions upon millions of other ethnic background people and a lot of college students and students themselves are in this revolution and they will not be stopped. That is the dynamic that they didn't expect, and that is the dynamic that is bringing about a lot of criminal justice reforms. I'm involved in a lot of organizations, release agent people in prison, folk in New York, and we get a lot of stuff done. We get a lot of bills passed. We get a lot of laws passed. But it's because of that dynamic, people stop being silent and people coming out, people that wouldn't come out before. Okay, because they figure they would go back home and be cast again because they're Caucasian whatsoever. But it's millions upon millions of these people that they never factored in that have changed the paradigm and the dynamic of this revolution. And that's why you see criminal justice reform is creeping, creeping to the balance on the scale where we need it to be. Wow. That's, wow. That's deep. That's, that's a lot to take in and think about. Um, thank you for that response. Um, 2020. Talk to me about 2020. There's so many challenges presented by 2020. What did you feel personally that you had to bring to this moment? What did you feel you had to gear UBC fringes of 2020? How did you have to reprogram it? 2020 is a horror story. <laughs> to say the least, it's a horror story. And 
Okay. 
on Twitter at UCAUS. You can hit me up on YouTube at Comrade Don Curtis. Or you can hit me up on Stand for Justice Podcast at Anger.fm. Comrade underscore Don Curtis. And uh, we have a hotline 
Yeah.